Mazda presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Hey, listen. Listen. What? I, I've got a way that we need to, to start the show, I think, and we need to start the show like this every day from now on. Uh, all right. Is it candy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is candy. No, candy it's not beer. candy at all. Actually, oh. um, normally we come out and we're loud and bombastic, but Jesse, can you play the intro again one more time? Oh. I, I don't actually do that. I put Jesse, it in after. this is radio. We are pretending, this okay? Is not can you radio. please pretend? We're going to play the radio. The, the, I, I can't play the intro again. Just shut up for a second. But we'll it's play the audio intro. only because you lost the SD card, and then I was like, oh, I have an SD card, and then it turns out I left it at home. So we can fake it. Just everybody be quiet. I'm not doing it. Just let me uh, play the ah! intro. Shut up. Ah! I'm not playing the stupid <laughs> intro. There's nothing going on here right you now. You have to do this. SDP, the Steve Dangle podcast, with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde and Jesse Blake. Okay, so, so here the, the hilarious part is Je- I shut off Jesse's mic, so you couldn't hear any of that. <laughs> All right. All right here's I, like, how I, I like that silence. Here's how I want to start off the show. Gentlemen, brothers and sisters, mm. welcome to the nucleus of caring. Ah. We're your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Namaste. Joined by producer Jesse. And we're going to walk you through a very calm, collected, and happy election-free day. Yeah, we talked about it. And uh, are we going to be on the radio this episode? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are? I was going to say... Okay. Uh, what time is the game tonight? Let's just go ahead and say, F it. We won't mention... <laughs> yeah. The, we're not going to mention the, the election. Word. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, um, it, was, it was crazy, so... Boy, back injuries I've enjoyed more than this election. Exactly, and, and that's why we're not going to get into it. But what we are going to talk about, first off, and I want to get this out of the way, is that we are not the only people who think Johnny Goudreau is a Canadian. Hey, who else does? Shout out to Bleacher Report, who also assumed because his last name sounds French, it may it might be French. Doesn't mean there's not French people in in uh, or people of French descent in the United States. Um, They assumed, like we did, that he was Canadian. Now I feel so stupid saying that, and I knew it's so funny. Sometimes you know something. But then you forget that thing and you're reminded and you're like, I already knew that. Why did I have to be reminded of that? You know what I mean? Yeah, the worst is when someone tweets me something. And I just go, I know. I know. But why did I oh, forget but, that? But then you said this on the show. And I and for the longest time, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, a recent one was in a video of mine. I was like, yeah, and Tortorella didn't play JVR in any of the pre-tournament games. And they're just like, he played in the first or second one. I can't yeah. remember what it was. And I just responded. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. What are you, so? What are you talking about? And then I watch my video. I'm like, you idiot. Why did you say that? Yeah. I find this, I, I, you know, this isn't just this show. This is just life. I find oh, yeah. this with my, God bless her, my fiance, all the time. And she'll be like, um, so blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, I know. And she'll be like, well, how about. Why'd you do it then? Yeah. Why did you do that then? You know, even something as, similar, as small as, because I do the laundry in the house. I'm the laundry person. I can't remember where her clothes go each and every time. At, Each and every time. As a sports fan, I think when a sports fan gets to heaven, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, all this time I've been cheering for the Leafs. Come on. You got you got to let me in. Um, <laughs> I think they should give you your stats at the oh, end of your life. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> all, I want to know stats. And I want to know how much time in my life I have spent looking for something that was in my hand. Oh. Keys. Wallet. <laughs> Glasses. Glasses. 
Oh. I have looked for glasses while they were on my face. I've done that too. I've done the exact same thing. We should build a list of sports fans who won't get into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Sabres fans. Oh, you start with Sabres fans? On the list. <laughs> I thought you meant like individual people. You were no, just like, no, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, any Pittsburgh sports fans? Mm-hmm. Hey, not because they're bad people, but you've just experienced too much lo- uh, uh, too much joy. No, that, in your earthly life. That goes to yeah. Boston. No. That goes mm-hmm. to Boston. No, Boston yeah, fans get both? in. No. Why not both? Well, because they get the Patriots, the Red Sox, the you Bruins. You for a black and yellow team. Get in. You're going to hell. Unless, uh, <laughs> unless the Pirates. Pirates. The Pirates can stay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, well, you should... Only Pirates. Can stay, can go to heaven. Raiders fans, get out of here. Nope. Eagles fans. By the way, that was, I don't know if you guys saw the highlights from, from uh, week three this year, mm. or this week, but uh, Pittsburgh still has not won in Philadelphia since, I believe, 1965. And I could Jesus. not. I couldn't stop. I couldn't watch after the second quarter was over. It was like watching the Leafs. It was terrible. <laughs> and the Steelers are way better than that. Anyway, all, shout out to that. all the Philly fans. We're like, hey Adam, guess what? You lost. You guys should trade for Joe Flacco, a much better oh, quarterback. Gross. Ooh, Joe Flacco is not a better quarterback. Hashtag elite. <laughs> elite. He's not. He's not elite. Count He's paid elite money. It doesn't make him elite. Same Count as Sam Radford. He's not elite. <laughs> you know what? I, I uh. think Adam's right. He's not elite. He's, he's something above that. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Next level elite. Oh. Hate the Ravens so much. Um, so let's. So so okay. Just so we're out of. The, we got that out of the way. Bleacher Report. They think Johnny Goudreau is a Canadian too. So okay, we're okay. We're okay. We're not the only ones to make that mistake. Now, the Leafs have started their preseason, and the, the reason that you probably don't know that is because the World Cup's on. Yeah, we've got. Also, the game started at six, and it was in Halifax. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Leafs lose six three to the Senators, but nobody's freaking out about it. Uh, on account of you shouldn't, you shouldn't. I got a text. I wasn't home and, uh, right when it started, but uh, Mrs. Dangle goes, "I don't recognize any of these guys." Yeah, I think Andrew Nielsen was the one I was most excited to see, and it was great to see him score and then bad to see him pulled off so what happened well he he went back into the game he did so he's okay so i was just getting out of the car when he got hurt and they didn't have access to replay on the broadcast so i don't know what happened i think it was something with his leg but scored the one goal of the game Uh, i believe he had a decent um rookie tournament offensively as well uh this is a guy who has kind of flown under the radar i know a lot of leaf fans were kind of disappointed when the Leafs picked him two years ago, because as a defenseman, I think he had like 21 points in 50-something games in his draft year. But lots of points do not a good defenseman make. No, but then the next year, I believe the numbers were in 71 WHL games, he had 70 points. Wow, good for so him. So he just found something and turned it on. And um, because uh, the Marlies playoff run and how crowded the team was, he didn't see a whole lot of time with them last year. Right. But in the games he did play, he looked like he belonged. And I think... You did an article gonna... on him, did you not, at sportsnet.ca? Yes, I did. I did. If you Google Andrew Nielsen, Steve Dangle, I'm sure you'll find it. Or I could tweet the link or whatever. But no, but let, let's be honest. You can Google it! Google it! Just Google it. Just Google it. Um, I think more Leaf fans need to get excited about him. Okay, And we've talked about this before. Matthews, Marner, Nylander. Let's throw Andreas Johnson in there. Let's throw Kasperi Kapanen in there. Let's Soshnikov. throw Connor Brown in there. Soshnikov, Hyman. And what do they all have in common? Forwards. So, uh, get to know one of the mm, 
two Leafs defensemen <laughs> that people know about in the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Him and Travis Dermott. Uh, Andrew Nielsen, uh, he was one of, I think, two bright spots for the Leafs in that game against the Sens, along with Mitch Marner. Right. Well, and, and we wanted to get to Mitch Marner because he, he had an end-to-end rush that looked really great. Um, he He just, he seems like a... Seems like a good hockey player. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Great way to put it. So is there, I mean, at risk of, and this is what we're going to do because we have one game sample size. You've seen him play once. Mm. What do you think? Uh, NHL speed. NHL hands. Um, I want to see him play against tougher competition. Now, he's not going to get that. He's not going to get that until deeper into the preseason. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but good, a good encouraging first sign. Like no one should really be discouraged by much of what they saw, um, in that game. The most discouraging thing for me was, um, Antoine Bibo has played a lot of AHL games for his age. Um, and he should just be better than what we saw. And he wasn't, uh, and Kasky Swall has a chance. I think he has a real chance to overtake him. If Garrett Sparks is healthy, I think he's the Marley starter. And if if Bebo, Bebo was not, wasn't he their goalie in the playoffs last year too? He was, and that was a bit of a controversial decision. But I think part of that, uh, part of what went into that decision was Sparks was never quite a hundred percent. Okay. After he got injured with the Leafs, and I think that showed when he was with the Leafs, he kind of got shelled a lot. He played one game. I think it was the final game of the season for the Marlies before the playoffs, and I think he faced like 55 shots, something ridiculous like that. So Garrett Sparks needed a little bit of time off. Right. Um, I haven't seen him at all. No, it's been sort of strange, but I mean, we haven't we haven't seen a lot of coverage of the Maple Leafs camp like you normally do. And uh, and again, the, the World Cup has a lot to do with that. We'll get into that in just a sec. But, um, you know, that what I, what I love about this Leafs team this year um, is that there are going to be some broken hearts. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. The team is deep enough um, that there are going to be some guys that deserve to be there that won't be there. Well, you know, you know what I think we've forgotten in this whole process, because we think this guy is going to make the team, and this guy, this guy, this guy, without actually looking at the roster and paying attention to how many spots might be available. And we look at the Leafs getting some older prospects and you know loading the lineup with uh, some veterans. We kind of forgot, you know, what was the model that we all thought the Leafs were trying to emulate? Detroit's. Mm-hmm. What was notorious about Detroit's model? It took forever to get to the NHL, full-time anyway. So, Sashnikov, I think there's a guy who might start in the A. Hyman? Gee, I could have swore the Leafs organization was deeply, madly in love with this guy. And they probably are, which means he's going to the American Hockey League. Like, I think out of all the rookies that we expect to make it, like Connor Brown's going to make it and hopefully Marner. But like where? Where does he go? Where? We have the opportunity to to spread the spread the wealth a little bit in terms of um what you do with your players. Now, I wonder if a guy like Marner's, let's say he's playing on a third line. 
Okay. So, like, let's say they Nazem Kadri him from the lockout shortened season. They put him. Remember when Kadri and Lupo were absolutely unstoppable together? And I think Komarov played with them. Uh, you know who had a, a stint on that line was Matt Fratton. Matt Fratton, Frat Sanity. Mm. Uh, and I think I think the, what was interesting about that line is that they did extremely well because a their role and their ice time were limited. Mm. Uh, so one thing I'll give Randy Carlisle credit for was that particular line was dangerous, very dangerous, uh, not only because of the chemistry, but because of the role they had to play, which was offense. And that's, that's what they were going to do. And I, I found it really great for Nazem Kadri. It was a great confidence builder because the guy got to play guys that were not as good as he was skill wise. And he got to grow his game with, you know, without the pressures of being in the top two lines. Now, I wonder if a guy like Mitch Marner, you, you have him on there, you have him on a line or something like that. If, if he's playing 10 minutes a game, is that enough time for him to develop? I think so. I do. I think so. Um, I think it'd be he'd be better off playing 10 minutes in the NHL um, than 20 in the O. Now the problem is you got to give him those 10 minutes, right? Uh, and I think what we were complaining about in p- past years was Carlisle playing like Peter Holland for four two or minute. five minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes two or three. It's ridiculous. You know, you got this big bench. There aren't any legitimate stars up front. Like, star stars. You know, JVR might be the closest thing they have to a star up front. And you got a bunch of future stars. But there's no reason not to let everyone play up front. And I think Marner deserves a shot. And I mean, it's only one one game, but he looks like he's going to get it. He'll get it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's won everything that you can win, including all the MVP trophies. So he's won yeah. not only all the championships, but all the MVPs too. It seems like that's that's probably the best place for him. And um, just put him in a, a low-pressure spot. No, he's too small. That's what everyone's saying. He's, he's just way too small. Well, interesting that you bring that up. Is it? It is. Oh, it is. Because <laughs> because there is there is something you alerted Jesse and I to before the show about someone else who's small who remains, I believe, unsigned. Oh yes, ah, I forgot about that. There's a there is a crazy amount of people unsigned, by the way. There are. Jacob Truba has asked for a trade, which I guess we'll get to. Jacob we or Jacob. 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 Jacob Truba. No, I, the American Jacob Truba. I think it's. Yeah, I think no. it's. I think Have it's you Jacob looked into Truba. his heritage? No one yeah, did. but if he changed it when he got over here to Jacob, his parents wanted you to call him Jacob. Did they really? Yes. Have you really I, you looked this talk up? To them. Mr. and Mrs. Truba said Jacob. Where did you read this, Jesse? When I talked to them in person, he I has, read he it, has from, no idea what I read it from their lips. <laughs> <laughs> call him Jacob, please. That'd be like calling Joe Sackick Joe Sackich, which is what you're supposed to call him. It's not the same thing at all. Anyway, uh, <laughs> also Nikita Kucherov. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and um, oh yes, Junie Gudru. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Speaking of Johnny Gaudreau, yes, our well, favorite, our favorite Canadian. Uh, here's how damn tired I am. We were talking before the show how like because of the World Cup of Hockey, I don't even know what month it is. Mm-hmm. I sent Jesse and Adam an article like I want to read a snippet from this on the show today. Because it's about Goodrow, and I think it relates to Marner. And Jesse goes, "Yeah, this is the one you read from last time, <laughs> last, oh, week, last Thursday, was it? Yeah, the, I uh, can't remember that. The Nutella bit about oh. yeah, it's from the same SI well, article, and the SI article is from March. 
<laughs> and I was like, Alex Pruitt. I recognize that name, and that's because I struggled to say it the last episode. The story, in case you need catching up, was Johnny Gaudreau basically to catch weight was just shoving all kinds of garbage in his body. Milkshakes, steaks, yeah. stuff like that. And one practice, he said to his coach, like, man, I got a horrible stomach ache. And he goes <laughs> to the doctor, and it turns out he was having so much Nutella that it made him constipated. <laughs> and... What's great is there's more gems from this story that well, I didn't even know about. What I loved is that he got his first NHL meal, and it was like a white bread sandwich with Skittles and a pop. <laughs> and then his mom my pays chef his rent. Jesse Blake. <laughs> his mom pays his rent. He doesn't know how to pay rent checks, doesn't barely knows how to use a washer and dryer. He's 14. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a great article. It's worth reading um, if, you, if you missed out on March's edition of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> Look, I have a heartwarming snippet. Do you want to hear it or not? Let's hear it. Now apply this to uh, Mitch Marner, okay? Sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> Just hand out the damn trophy. <laughs> hand out the World Cup. Sometimes. It's killing me. You know we got an entire NHL season ahead of us. I Sorry, hope you're ready. This is Sean Mendes reading March Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Sometimes it takes even. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes That's really good. <laughs> sometimes it takes even more than on ice creativity and slick stick work to get people to look beyond the scale. When he was 17, remember this is Johnny Gaudreau, during preseason camp with the USHL's Dubuque, uh, Iowa Fighting Saints, representatives from the NHL Central Scouting visited the junior team to measure draft eligible prospects. At the time, Gaudreau's weight hovered around the low 130s. <laughs> I haven't been that since grade seven. Uh, dude, grade probably like five. Yeah, like honestly. I, I, okay, you and I are the same. We're big boys. Yeah, uh, not exactly. And I graduated, okay, I graduated grade eight at about a buck 80. Wow. No, I wasn't up there yet. I was yet. a big fella. Um, so at 14 years old, I was 50 pounds more than Johnny Gaudreau at 17. Uh, not exactly an attractive number for potential NHL suitors. And so it was that Johnny Gaudreau stepped onto the scale with five pucks crammed inside of his jock strap. He fudged the official weigh-in at 137 pounds hiked up his pants, and carefully waddled away so nothing tumbled out. That's all I was thinking about, getting as many extra pounds as I could, he says. Hopefully, someone would think I wasn't as skinny as I really was. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Someone would be like, oh, guys, he's 137. No need to worry. He's not the 132 we that thought he thought he was. He was. <laughs> this guy's got an extra five pounds of man on him, and he's 137 pounds. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he's what, 150, 160 now? Uh, 157, according to NHL. Goudreau. Goudreau. Okay, now Mitch oh, Marder is, it. is what, Jesse? 160, according to NHL.com. I was doing an event um, for Gatorade a few months ago, and Max Pacioretty and Johnny Goudreau arrived together, and it looked like Max Pacioretty arrived at the rink with his son. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like, oh, here's an NHL player and a child who wants his autograph. 
Meanwhile, well, who would you rather have in your team? Also included in the Sports Illustrated article, Johnny Grudeau shows up for the first Calgary Flames camp in his career, and they think he's a kid looking for autographs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so many <laughs> like gems, gems in the article. I might as well just retweet the damn thing instead of screwing <laughs> up the March. author's name <laughs> and forgetting that You'll I have to search all the way back in March, <laughs> March Twitter. <laughs> read it! Next episode, we're going to read from another paragraph. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we're going to read from my journal from Part two of our seven-part series, <laughs> Sports Illustrated meets... Johnny Goudreau. <laughs> um, We're going to tell stories from all kinds of sports events that we forgot about. Yeah. So, Mark, 5-11-160. Now, he was supposed to get to, he was trying to get to 170 this summer. Mm-hmm. If he's there, if he's at 160, 165, mm-hmm. I think he's fine. And he well, will, by the way, he'll yeah. get knocked around sometimes. Totally. And that's okay. You know why? Because he'll learn how not to get knocked around sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know it's good to get you know get a hit a couple get times. your bell rung yeah a little bit I mean maybe well maybe not his bell but um, a lot of people forget uh, my heart stopped but Phil Kessel's first game back from shoulder surgery with the Leafs Matthias Olin knocks him into another dimension and he kind of needed that I think like the okay this is the NHL wake up I'm back it it doesn't hurt to get that welcome to the show moment yeah you know what yeah. and on the fourth line playing 10 minutes a game he'll have his chance to have fewer of those moments right absolutely and i think if you give a guy like mitch marner some power play time some penalty kill time yeah. you'll make it worth his while yeah he might be playing on the fourth third or fourth line on a wing uh but the, the leafs tend not to be i mean yeah they'll have some tough elements but they're not there's not like a line like in the burke years it was top six or skilled mm-hmm. bottom six or Grit. Yeah. It's not like that. Fourth no. line is not necessarily the grit line anymore. No, the Marlies had Connor Brown killing penalties. He was killing penalties in that preseason. Wasn't game. Soshnikov playing fourth line on the Marlies? Yeah, because Sheldon Keefe doesn't like the fourth line thing. L- yeah, lines one through four. Plus, Sosh would play fourth line at five on five, but then also play on the power play. And I think a little bit of PK. I might be wrong. But that's why I like. I like that sort of flexibility because if you label a line as one thing like it's easy to label your top line as your skill line that's pretty freaking obvious but if you label any other line as something else then you're stuck to that well and what was great is when you match fourth lines (laughs) and your line has Soshnikov on it he's winning yeah and that was part of the Marley strength last year yeah that's true that's true they were a deep team question about Marner sure do you see him sticking around until December going to World Juniors and then going back to London after the World Juniors. Because that's what I've heard. Mm, that's a good I, idea. I think that is definitely possible. Um, what would also be a good idea... I mean, you have that much time to decide. I think we all assume he's going to get at least nine games, right? I think so. Yeah. So the Leafs are fair. probably going to keep him till at least Christmas-ish. Mm-hmm. He'll go to the World Juniors. And then... Technically, this will be his rookie season then. Yes, it, w- it will be. But I wonder, because you can bring him back after the World Juniors. Yeah. I mean, why not try that? You know what? I think this one, I like that strategy, but I think if you hold hard and fast to that strategy that Jesse broke up or that brought brought up, then, then you're completely taking it out of Mitch Marner's hands. And it should be, did Mitch Marner play well enough to stick around? Mm. And if he does... Because he's got the skill to. Now we just need to know if he's got the mindset to, which we think he does. He was the captain of the Knights. He had uh, he won both MVPs, playoffs and regular season. He won all the trophies you can win. Um, literally could not have had 
more of a show me a better show me year last year in the O. I'd like to see if Mitch Marner can play himself into. 50 or 60 games. And if you scratch him, you make sure he knows that it's not a it's not a, a slight on you. We just have a really deep team and oh. you're, you're going to have to earn your way on. And you know what? Him being at NHL practices, I think will be good for his game. Hey, when you get scratched, you still get paid. Yeah, that's, that's right. It's a very interesting st- thing. And you're still watching tape with the team. You're still practicing with the team. You still know what the coach wants. You're around. You're around. You're around. Um... Now, here's a question that I do not know the answer to, and it's a very small detail, but it could come into play. When you're when you send a player to junior, he doesn't count as a roster spot. Right? He slides. Oh. Now, what happens though when you have a guy, he's on your team, plays until Christmas, and then you send him down to junior? That might be a question. Well, I'm sh- before we even get to ask General Fanager, I'm sure someone will someone tweet will tweet this. But I, I, I'm sure he slides. I'm still sure. I'm sure he still slides. They can't count that as a roster spot if know. he can't play for you. But mm. if if it turns out the Leafs are really up against it and they want to do more of those kind of Brooks like sort of trades, that might be a valuable roster spot. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Might be something they just have to freaking deal with. Or it might be something they just. Have to- <laughs> it's just one Worst roster case spot. Scenario: You still have Mitch Marner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the worst possible thing. So we're going to take a break here on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. We are going to come back and talk about, obviously, Canada versus Team Europe, which is an unbelievable, I don't think anybody called one half of this World Cup uh, of Hockey Finals. Um, but there are some interesting other factors playing into this in terms of NHL players or former, formerly ones now looking for jobs that still don't have them. And some of the names you're going to be kind of shocked by. So we'll have that for you when we come back on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. So, best of three, World Cup of Hockey. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. The championship round of the World Cup of Hockey is as long as the round robin was. It, huh. This is the tournament that never ends. It, 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 do you feel like maybe three games is a little much? I know it could just go two, and chances are it will. Chances are. Uh, but do you think that three uh, best of three is too much? I think it's a great, it was a great idea. It was a great idea. The problem is you got Canada and Europe. Now, if Europe manages to win one of the first two games, it's the best idea ever. <laughs> because who's not watching Game Three? Saturday, Everyone's Saturday watching night. Game three. Saturday night. We got a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday lineup. Oh, and yeah, and you get the final game on the Saturday. It'll be sold out. Charge a little more for tickets. You make a little bit more in the tournament. Everyone's happy. Canada curb stomps Europe in both games. <laughs> and then it ends on a Thursday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Is it wrong, though, that I kind of want that to happen because I really want Mike Babcock to go back to camp, to Leafs camp? Pardon me? Yeah. You know, I was watching another. That's another factor from the preseason game. And I should know the answer to this question. But um, the Sens were being coached by Guy Boucher. Their head coach is their coach. The Leafs are being coached by I forget who that was. It wasn't Sheldon Keefe, who was the Marlies coach. So it wasn't either of their head coaches. Who was that? I don't know who that was. I don't know. I only saw him like once on the broadcast. I'm yeah. not. It can't matter that much. Faces. I'm sure it doesn't matter that much. I'm sure he was given a game plan by management, and I'm sure Mike Babcock is 
uh, very involved in all of that because he's really done all the planning and coaching he can do with Team Canada, right? Like, what's he going to do? To answer a question from the previous segment regarding Mitch Marner, Uh because I was asking what happens if he stays for his 10 games um, and then the Leafs send him to junior after Christmas or something. If he plays 10 games and his contract starts, then yes, he'll count towards the 50 roster count. This is from Tom Parashka of uh, the General Fanger. And then he asked, am I interpreting your question correctly? I'm going to go, yes, I think so. <laughs> so there you go, live on the show. So he'll take up a roster spot. Yes. So now we now we know. Spots. We waited. We, we fretted. We sweat that one out. But now we have an answer. Mitch Marner will, in fact, take up a roster spot. Everybody, you can sleep tonight. Yes. <laughs> or, or maybe not. Or maybe not. Maybe that will scare you because how will we do more Brooks-like contract hey, trades? Adam's being sarcastic. <laughs> I, I, think he, I think he might be. Look, I thought I was being slick. <laughs> Steve, you were helping. Don't I was worry. trying to help hey. on my own show. <laughs> now, I and think, so often I'm not. Now, w- uh, one thing I think that's been lost in this is that we have... NHL players playing in this tournament that don't have NHL contracts. And I'm not just talking about restricted free agents, because obviously we know Goudreau doesn't have one. We know uh, there's a few others that I can't... Kucherov. Kucherov didn't have one. Now, here's the thing, though. Are any remaining? I don't know if there's any remaining, because Marshawn just signed his extension. Well, now... I don't know if Europe has um, Yeah, there's a couple, and I'm going to bring them up right now. Oh, there you go. Christian Ehrhoff and Dennis Seidenberg. Neither have contracts. Evidently. Hmm. Really? And now this is interesting because why would anyone sign them to a contract? Because if they get injured against Canada, like Marion Gaborik did against Sweden, why would you have that deal? And now you got to pay this guy. Or do you? But It's an NHL well, tournament. Yeah, I think you can put them on injury reserve, I think. Um, Still dollars, though. Dollars, Not for sure. everyone is the Leafs. Not everyone can just Scrooge McDuck their way out of problems. I think the... I think the thing is here, what we're seeing is is tryout. And if I'm an NHL GM and I need a guy who's who's going to play maybe top four, but bottom pairing of that four, so basically four, three, three, four numbers. Holy, you just I, basically if he's, he's going to play second pairing defenseman numbers. Fine. Um, uh, Dennis Seidenberg's a guy that I want to look at. Yeah, well, Seidenberg is a guy I would look at for my third pairing. He's kind of old. He's kind of old now. You're kind of old. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay. I wouldn't have made Team North America. And that hurts my heart. <laughs> that, doesn't it hurt? A little bit. Um, Jesse is even too old for Team North I America. Oh, you gray beard. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, Christian Ehrhoff. I was wondering what that old man stink was. <laughs> Turns out it was Jesse. Isn't it fun that McDavid will play on North America again? I hope he even does. Even though he says he doesn't want to. It's all he anyone will talk about with this stupid tournament is Team North America. you got to bring them back. I was dumping on the on the idea. How don't you bring that team back? But guys, if we bring back Team North America, the U.S. won't win again. <laughs> because about, that was the reason. What about the one and done? If you played on them before, you can't play on them again, even though you qualify for them. What about that? Ooh. Yeah. So anybody who played on them this time can't play on them. It's the it's typical. It would be so typical NHL. Just more rules. Yeah. Just, just, throw just, in more just let's just throw some more rules in. It makes sense. Hats off to Jesse yes. Blake. That was a great idea. Three on three All Star game. And who would that that even affect? Eichel, McDavid, Matthews. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think anybody else is. There you go. Boom. (laughs) We got our idea. There you go, everybody. Jesse saved the next World Cup. Thanks, Jesse. You're welcome, Batman. 
Okay, but let's get back to Erhoff and Seinberg yes, for a second sorry. here. Do those guys... Those guys have to be looking at this as this is the best case scenario for their careers because they are playing Canada. So that means there's a lot of eyes on them. Yeah. Um, well, not as many as, you know, if they were playing the United States, technically speaking. Uh, because, oh, you know, American audiences are bigger. But um, it's this has got to be pretty big for them. I think that, you know, you you got to be looking at this as it's sort of a tryout, right? Yes. And the press boxes are st- Stupid packed at every single game I've been to. And it's not just with press, and it's not just with people who work for those respective teams. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of NHL eyes watching as well. Hey, maybe some KHL eyes. Never know. Never I know. mean, those guys have a, have a big enough resume that they wouldn't need them. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think anyone should be shocked if Erhoff or uh, Seidenberg get deals. Uh, as soon as the tournament is over, or maybe like a Halloween sort of thing, one of those, one of those real late ones, like a spooky contract. Uh, yes, <laughs> we got a scary defenseman. Mm. So maybe, I- maybe Philly will sign them, and they can play with the ghost bear. Ooh. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Oh, so Sign here on the boo line. Oh. <laughs> Play the boo oh, line minutes. Terrible. Um, they refuse to laugh at any of this. <laughs> so, hey, guys. <laughs> We're talking about two defensemen. Are there any free agent ghoulies? <laughs> oh, my God. That is that sad. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. We can do better than that. What, what no, do we, we can't. What do we see between periods, Adam? Stop it. <laughs> what do we say, Steve? The Zomboni. Oh! <laughs> I'll bring it. Uh, uh, I will hey. retire on top. There yeah, we go. Uh, Did you guys hear that Dustin Bufflin didn't really enjoy the World Cup of Hockey? I need to hear this clip because I completely missed it. All right, it. check it out. I check need it out. to hear it. You know, the group of guys that were there and the guys I put the jersey on with, uh, you know, were great. And, you know, it was, uh, it was fun. The international experience overall for you to tick that box, what was that like for you to, to play the international team? It was good. It was, uh, Ooh. You know, it was just, you know, fun to put the jersey on with the guys that I did it with. Um, other than that, it was just all right. You said it wasn't what you expected. What do you mean? Just the results? Uh, yeah, just the experience and everything that went on. It was just, you know, what it is what it is. You know, I didn't, uh, didn't enjoy it. <laughs> See, the guy gave him an out. He said, okay, was it just the results? He's like, no, the experience and everything wasn't what I expected. I just want to say I've never heard Ray Romano so depressed. I know. <laughs> hey, oh, sorry about that, Ray. Uh, you know, we had John Tortorella. And... I think that's... Ah, I wasn't think... that fun. Does that does that not say something without saying something? Yeah, it says I can't believe that idiot scratched me. <laughs> I'm Dustin freaking Bufflin. What's wrong with him? And notice how he kept saying putting on the jersey, putting on mm-hmm. the jersey. He didn't really talk much about playing. Cause yes, he did technically put on the jersey. He didn't put it on. Now I don't know if he put it on over his suit <laughs> during the games where he wasn't playing. Um and look, I'm not taking a shot at Dustin Bufflin. I think we all agree that was ridiculous that he was scratched. Did oh his, yeah. Did his suit end up in the shower? Oh, oh Jesse. Wow. How dare you? Wow. Uh that's good. That is good. Just you, asking you, a question. 
you know, I once asked a player who his, who his funniest teammate was. Oh. And he replied, Dustin Bufflin, just make sure you don't leave uh, your tracksuit around. Did he really say that? Yes, he did. What player is this? Jacob Truba. Jacob Truba. Jacob Truba. <laughs> Jacob I'm sorry, Truba. you're right. So you you talked to Jacob Truba once? Yeah, this was uh, last year's um, NHL Media Day, which I don't know if they're doing again. I would love to be a part of it again, but I think they might tell you go away because it's the World Cup. <laughs> so Jacob Truba is on the market, or at least he put himself on the market, and he asked, or I think... Or at least six, his agent put him on the market. Yeah, six months ago, he... he Apparently requested a trade. He's now publicly requested one. That doesn't mean anything. And that's what I, I love is that the when the, the trade requests come, it used to be like, oh my god, he asked for a trade out of here. This used to be this used to be a big deal. Yeah. But now it's like, well, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, tough tough luck, man. <laughs> now, seen a lot of things because it's not going to happen. This. That's my point. It's not going to happen. Trade's not going to happen. You don't think what? it's going to happen? I don't think trade's going to happen. Oh, why? I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Well, if they couldn't deal Hamannick last year, tell me how they deal J- Jacob Truba. Yeah, but Hamannick's restrictions on the deal were pretty ridiculous. That's true. You, yeah, there are How like they didn't trade Hamannick for Truba last year is mind-blowing to me. Now, that... Now, see, that wouldn't have worked, though, because they're both right-handed shots. Mm. Now, Truba's, Truba's asks are pretty specific, too. Now, the difference is people are looking for Jacob Truba. They're looking for the type of player that Jacob Truba is. He's a right-hand shot defenseman. And to his point, the Jets got Bufflin locked up long-term, right-hand shot. They got Tyler Myers locked up long-term, right-hand shot. And they got Jacob Truba. Now, if he wants to exceed in the NHL, get a lot more playing time, which could lead to more money, he, it's not going to be in Winnipeg. I get his point. I get what he's trying to say. Now, I saw some Jets who had their feelings hurt, some Jets fans who had their feelings hurt, Mm -hmm. saying, well, Jacob, you big idiot. You're Jacob. You big idiot. (laughs) You big idiot. I hope they use those words exactly. They probably did, because that's how people from Winnipeg talk. (laughs) Please, no one go. true at all. That's a little bit true. (laughs) I have a microphone in front of me, and I said it. Would you say it's true, but? Oh! <laughs> how didn't I? How didn't I? I don't see know that? where you. Why you didn't how go didn't for that. See that? Anyway, how didn't I see it? It's World low Cup. hanging fruit. <sighs> now people it's were saying, career, "Now, sir, Jakob, you big idiot. Why don't you just suck it up and sign a one-year deal, <laughs> get in that lineup, and take that ice time that you want? <laughs> how about that?" How about you do that and you play your way to more money? Oh, yeah. So just play your way to more minutes when your competition is Bufflin and Myers. <laughs> now, you might beat Myers. Probably not beating Bufflin. And let's say he does beat Bufflin. Let's say Jacob Truba goes out there and somehow playing 14 minutes a night puts up 80 points. <laughs> <laughs> And he deserves eight, eight and a half, nine million dollars a year. I don't know why that's so funny. How are the Jets going to give that to him when they are paying Dustin Bufflin and Tyler Myers? He's right. His future's not in Winnipeg, and it's not anyone's fault. Really? Yeah, they can't. You're not going to trade that Myers contract again. I was surprised it got traded in the first place, but it was, you know, it was part of that Evander Kane deal. 
Um, yeah, people are. Yeah, in order to make that happen, you had to give up a pretty major part. Um, and there was more to that deal. As there well. was a lot more to there that. Was, deal. That was a big deal. Um, so Truba supposedly. Truba's only going to go, or the Jets are only going to deal him, for a left-handed defenseman of similar ability. Jake Gardner for Jacob Truba. Would you do it? Well, here's my question. When you, when you, when you put a deal like that on the table, are you eliminating a strength to assess a weakness to to deal with a weakness and in that who who slots in behind morgan riley if jake gardner's not there <sighs> matt hunwick now who are the leafs left-handed defensemen okay you got morgan riley mm-hmm. jake gardner now who is your best right-handed defenseman hopefully nikita Saitsev. so there's a hopefully so you got to try you got to find that out first there's roman polak all right, crumple, crumple, throw. Um, <laughs> how about Connor Carrick? I think Connor Carrick could be a hell of a defenseman. Frankie Corrado? We don't know. We don't know what Frankie is. We don't know, but I'm going to go with probably not Jacob Druba. What do you mean? Like he's oh, not going to be... No, no. No. I think consistent NHL player would be good. So, I don't know. I wonder if there's something there. Now... The Leafs' strength, the Leafs' obvious strength, is their depth up front in terms of prospects. Now, the only problem is you got to be able to convince the Jets that's the route they want to go. Would you deal a, a Soshnikov plus? Would you deal a Hyman plus? Would you deal a Brown so, plus? So, would you deal? I read this morning from uh, from. From the Toronto Star, Damien Cox, also known Sportsnet, he said, uh, uh, "Yes, he's part of another." Do you know him? You heard of him? Well. Yeah, he <laughs> said. He said, and and this is an. I thought it was an interesting point. I wouldn't do it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's an interesting point. He said, "Well, that you know, uh, he's like in, in you know Jets La La Land. They'd get Morgan Riley, but they're not getting Morgan Riley. Absolutely not." Uh, and then he kind of thought he floated the Jake Gardner thing. I still don't. I'm not convinced about that. I think you want Jake Gardner. I when. <sighs> Yeah, the Leafs just aren't. They're not deep enough to be giving away Jake Gardner for that. They're not thick enough on the back end. So then he said, (laughs) (laughs) What does the team have? A dearth of talent, a butt ton of forwards. So many prospects. Can we look up the Leafs' general manager page for just a second? Yeah, what would you like to know? Well, the general manager page won't even have them all. Because a lot of them aren't even signed to deals. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at how many draft picks the Leafs have next year. Oh. For the 2017 draft, they have seven draft picks. How many in the first round? They have one first round pick. How many in the second? Two. San Jose and Toronto's. Now, they have, who knows where the Leafs are going to be. Chances are they're somewhere in the bottom 10 of the league again this year. But what his thought was, and I thought it was an interesting one, is you know now that you've got three cornerstone guys and this kid, Nolan Patrick, from the Winnipeg area is coming up, do you float the, hey, there's a chance we're going to suck this year. We'll flip you our first round pick for your sh- for another shot at Nolan Patrick. Ooh. No. Dear God, no. No. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> no! 
no, no, no. First of all, because I'd rather Nolan Patrick be a Leaf, to be honest with you. Yes, <laughs> but why would a, you want to risk that again? It's still an interesting. No. Point. <laughs> No! Cox floated that idea? He floated that idea. I'm going down to CBC after this. I'm going to go up to his desk and just scream no in his face. And he'll know what I mean. No! Holy sh... No! We're not in the online portion yet? No. No! No, No, that's a horrible idea. Okay. That is a horrible, awful, Now, is it a horrible idea idea because it's a bad hockey move? Because what, what if the Leafs finish... 10th or sorry 10th what if they finish 20th and it's they get the 10th pick good yeah but people forget so people keep saying okay and they'll get the 10th pick there's three lotteries Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Jets won one of them they weren't even in that bad of a spot I can't remember what it was like 7th 8th I think it was 7 I don't don't remember the Leafs were the only one who you were like yeah okay that makes sense the Jets and the Blue Jackets were lucky to win their lotteries. You could win the lottery with the tenth pick or w- in the tenth spot. Yeah, you spot. can. You can. No, you're. If you if you can think, win the lottery, if you think you're going to finish out of the playoffs and not just out of the playoffs, but well out of the playoffs, which I think the Leafs do, you're out of your mind trading your first round pick. Okay. So what about? Crazy. I mean, Don't can you it. can you can you trade a couple seconds for a guy like Trouber or no? No. But this is what I'm saying. This is why I'm saying Soshnikov plus or Hyman plus, Brown plus, or friggin'. The Gardner deal straight up would be really nice. That'd be I interesting. Just, I, don't, I don't like that deal because it, it puts an inordinate amount of pressure on Morgan Riley. So then, okay, so then you've got your top two set and your second pairing is Zaitsev and Hunwick? Uh-uh. Well, I would rather off. at least have... I would, <laughs> Jesse. I would rather no, have. I'd rather have Morgan Riley and Jake Gardner on the same team, and see what you have in Zaitsev, and then see what you have with. But then you got Frankie oh, Corrado, yeah, Morinson, who Jared are all easily, easy to get rid of. Those guys. Now, Cowan's not playing. Now, and this is what I was Maybe. wondering. I wonder if you could convince the Jets. Here's a really good forward prospect. A pick, a second rounder. The Leaf second rounder. That, yeah. That's going to be close to a first. That'll and here's Frankie Corrado. And Frankie Corrado. That's exactly what I was thinking. And Frankie Corrado would be thrilled to be your third pairing right-handed defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um, plus you get a forward prospect. Plus you get a pick. I like that. Um, I like yeah, that. because they have the Jets? I don't know. I don't think that's enough. Yeah, I don't know. But the thing is, is that, the you know, and, and Shevel Dayoff is not a guy that likes to make any sort of trade ever. At he, all. I think he was there four years before he made his first Kevin trade. Kevin Shevel Dayoff doesn't have a phone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't? The only reason he completed that deal with the Sabres is because he walked there. And that's why it took so long <laughs> I thought you were well. serious for a second. No. <laughs> like, he doesn't have a phone. phone. Oh, true. <laughs> wow, why is it Sports <laughs> Illustrated doing an article on yeah. that? Him and my Uncle Rocky, they're the only two people on earth without cell phones. Without cell phones. And I bet they're happier for it. Probably. Oh. Anyway, so I just thought it was interesting, interesting point. Didn't think you guys would go for it. Just thought it was an interesting point to bring up. No, now that is a horrible idea. We still need to talk about the Clark MacArthur situation. We are done on the oh radio my portion. God, I forgot about that. Uh, we also have a huge announcement about a big event coming up, which oh. you can download. Uh, you can download our show at sportsnet.ca or any place you can find a podcast. It's Steve Dangle Podcast. Not hard to find. Thank you so much for listening. It's brought to you by Panago Pizza. It is what's on the inside that counts. Let's do the online portion now. All right, guys. So, Clark MacArthur. Before we get to him. Oh. 
we got to expand on something that I'm, I know you're all dying to hear about. Oh, what is it? Mitch Marner's <laughs> contract and how it pertains to oh, the Leafs. Oh, my God. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> One last... I bet it's going to be so interesting. from Tom from General Fanager. Tom, no, I've... this pertains to the Leafs as a whole. It pertains to the whole thing. This it's mu- <laughs> vital information that I didn't know. Let's hear it. He said, do you think the 50, meaning the 50 roster spots, will be a concern for them this year? I have them at 44 spots without Marner. Meaning, 45 with Marner, so that would leave the Leafs five spots worth of uh, wiggle room. Mm-hmm. That's some good wiggle room right there. That's good news. That is good news, isn't it? I like it. There it is. That was a valuable addition to the show. It was. It was. I'll give you that. I will will third that. (laughs) That, okay, fine. Adam's lying to you. No, no, no. No, no, because I would have thought it was like last year where the Leafs were up around 49.50. Yeah. And they have to trade five Carter for Heggies. Uh, so <laughs> that's so mean, but that is exactly what they did. They traded five. Name the five players traded for Michael Grabner. Carter, Matt Verhage. Fratton, Carter Verhage, Matt Fratton wasn't in it. No, uh, Matt you, Finn, Matt Finn, Matt that's Finn. What I was thinking of. Sorry. Um. Oh God, I know there's more. Uh, hang on, Brad Ross. Nope. Alexander Steen, <laughs> <laughs> who by the way just signed a ridiculous oh, extension. God. Uh, a good ridiculous extension. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Brad Ross, who was the other Brad guy? Brad Ross was the Martin Marinson trade. Yeah. yeah. So who and was the Fratton other guy? Was the Fanuf trade? No, there was another guy that they took that was like Brad Ross, who was big and truculent, and and they traded so many picks to get him, and it was terrible. Do you know them, Steve? Are you thinking Tyler Biggs? Yeah. No, he was the Kessel trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler was gone for a while. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the answer is Chris Gibson. Oh, uh, the goalie and the Gib Dog, Casey Bailey, who was in the game. Uh, yes, no, oh. no, he was in the Fnuf trade. Who the hell did they trade for? <laughs> so five Carter for Heggies. My point stands. I actually forgot. With no disrespect uh, to Carter for Heggie, <laughs> you're sitting there trying to no. I don't know this. But isn't that hilarious? The, the point about hilarious. trivia, Steve, is you're supposed to know the answer. <laughs> you know, the point I was trying Dude. to make is they were five Carter for Heggie. Point of fact: Do you know who was included in that trade? Because I don't either. All right, now I got a trivia that's so hard I don't even know. Tell me because it's going to kill me if I don't know. Tom Nelson. Tom Nelson. I would never have Carter Verhage. Carter Verhage. Taylor Beck. Taylor Beck. Chris Gibson. Chris Gibson. <gasps> Matt Finney. Matt The Finney. Taylor Beck story is so sad, too, because he actually got traded here from, from Nashville, and they, he's got his picture with the leaf, <laughs> yeah. and then they, were, they yeah. shipped him out Taylor Beck literally got traded on later. picture day <laughs> after getting his picture taken. he's a taken Toronto kid. And doing an oh, interview sucks. with Paul Hendrick talking about how awesome it is to be a leaf. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to talk to Paul just about that moment. Just be like, how did that go, Paul? Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Way to go, Paul. (laughs) Clark MacArthur. Uh, Clark MacArthur. So we we all saw what happened in practice, and we've seen it broken down a million different ways. Now, from Pat Siloff. Is it Sellers? Siloff? Yeah, or I'm not sure if that's how you say it, but let's go with Siloff. So Siloff hits him. Now, apparently, this is a guy who had a reputation in Calgary. Yeah, Siloff, uh, well, even in junior, I, I, I was like, I recognize that name. And it's because every few months, oh, there's Pat Siloff destroying someone's life. So tell me why, and, and this I think used to happen in practices anymore, tell me why he doesn't exercise more discretion when it comes to, like, they must have cut him right after. I don't think he's still in camp. Oh, I was tweeting... Um, Sila, if anyone's ever seen the Don Cherry documentary, Keep Your Head Up, Kid, 
Uh, Psylocke's nickname is now Madagascar because that's where the Sens would send him if they could. Um, I don't know if this guy had a realistic shot at the NHL. Um, I don't know if he has any NHL games under his belt. But if Uh, you are in camp... Like, they're going to have a hard time even sending him to Binghamton. Like, they got to trade him. They got to trade him, and it would be a courtesy trade for him. Like, it would be a favor to him. Uh, I mean, you knock out a... I don't know where to start. It's a friendly... It's an inter-squad matchup. It's at a fan fest, so there's people in attendance. (laughs) Children. You're beating a guy who missed time with a concussion. You got your ass kicked by Bobby Ryan, and for the rest of the game, Chris Neal was trying to kick your ass. Which, by the way, you're lucky Chris Neal didn't kick your ass. Because if Bobby Ryan can do it. (laughs) I've never seen someone so cooked on his own team. I've never seen someone so very, very gone forever and ever amen. Um, poor guy. Like, I don't even know how he got to Ottawa. Was it a trade? Who knows? Was it a signing? Might be a PTO. Oh, no. No, nah, he's, he's gone. He's gone. I don't know where to start. And the most serious thing, like, because a, lo- oh, a lot of people were talking about was, you know, oh, the fight. that was so cool. And it's kind of funny that it happened at the Fan Fest. And, oh, Siloff's such an idiot. Dude, Clark MacArthur's career might be over. Yes. Like over, over, like you get, uh, you only get a finite amount of hits like that. And he was just f- fucking coming back. <sighs> I don't know. Now, <sighs> this is really sprinkling sugar on a piece of shit, but a- am I, am I, is it wrong to think maybe it's good that Siloff did this to MacArthur than someone in an actual NHL regular season game taking his freaking head off? I don't think it would have happened that way necessarily. Yeah, I think yeah, the reason yeah. that MacArthur was in that situation was because he probably figured no one was going to level him from behind. Yeah, now some people were talking about how he had his head down, but you're right. You carry yourself with the confidence that your own teammate's not going to hit you in the fucking head. I've never seen this before. I saw it once with Bill Guerin when he was playing for the Dallas Stars. Oh, what a prick. I, yeah, this, that clip is nasty. It is. I, I couldn't believe at the time that not much, nothing more was made of it. But I think in, in this era, it would have been a, a much different handling of things. Oh, yeah, you, so it's, yeah. so essentially, a guy, I guess, hit him. He didn't like it. It wasn't a dirty hit from what I understand. Uh, I don't remember. But Bill Guerin took his stick and whacked the guy over the shoulder, like down, like karate chopped him. Oh, yeah. And and then and then turned him around and punched him in the face. Oh, yeah. And I think the guy went down and he kept going. I think that's how it went. Yeah, and I don't remember who the guy was. It's one of those things, oh, you don't see him no more. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah but you, you, you got to wonder about stuff like that. And and what's yeah, I mean, Bill Guerin was never known for his. He was never measured in calm, but he's a great player. Um, well, and the scary thing about like fights at practice, especially if you're like a rookie taking on a veteran, that veteran has permission to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. No one is gonna stop him. No one's gonna jump in and stop Bobby Ryan. One, because they want to make the team too. Two. You just hit Clark MacArthur, so they might agree with Bobby Ryan. And they love Clark MacArthur. Yeah, like, your teammates might stick up for you unless you're in a fight with one of your teammates. And then, at best, you're hoping they pull you apart. He's gone. 
He's all the way gone. I don't know who's going to take him. Well, it's funny because we actually got some tweets from some Sense fans. The last episode we did, I said... I said that the social media guy from the NHL who was, you know, doing the NHL.com headlines that we miss so dearly yes. is now working for a almost franchise. And Steve's like, what, the Sens? <laughs> it turned out to be Vegas. But um, there were, there were a, after the incident happened, I, no less than five Sens fans tweeted me and said, uh, this is why I agree with Steve. We are not a real franchise because stuff <laughs> like this happens. And I feel bad. Like, I've, I, it's such a, it's, it's a franchise that has, just been in constant turmoil for four or five years now, it seems anyway. And then to have this happen, that just casts a dark shadow over it again. And to add a little uh, extra insight, uh, you know who I got to see talk about the incidents was Eric Carlson, who I don't think knew about it because he was getting ready for Europe versus Sweden. <laughs> So Sweden gets eliminated from the World Cup of Hockey. He oh. walks into the media room. He has to face the music. And a few minutes into asking or answering questions about how Team Sweden lost, they're like, so have you seen the MacArthur thing? And he's just like, no, I haven't seen the video of it yet. But he starts expanding. But it sounds like he knew about it. Now, I don't know if he knew about it during the game, but someone at some point... Hmm. I either game, had to game distract the him up. from yeah. the game or immediately after the game, hey, Eric, sorry for the loss. Uh, anyway, so that team that you're captain of, all hell broke loose today <laughs> while you were gone. You always have to wonder if it was a shitty day for him. Yeah. You, wonder, you have to wonder if it was like for him, like a, a thank God I wasn't there moment. Like sometimes you're happy you missed the fire. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe. like cleaning uh, up's not to go fun. Back and deal with this shit. Yeah, but he. Yeah. Well, no, there will there will be no dealing with anything. It's gone. Happen. The only the, the yeah, only he'd problem have is to they, deal with it if Siloff was still there. The only problem is when you see Clark MacArthur come into the dressing room. If you do, no, I'm. I'm hopefully yeah, you do. Like I mean, yeah. Hopefully he's he's not as bad as he looked. He looked fucking bad, man. He looked. He's not going to start the season. No way. Anyway, gentlemen, we must move on. Well, that was a good note. We must move on. Uh, we have to talk about a couple things. We will we will have a what's up in Liberty Village because it's time that we updated you. But first, let us update you on Saturday, October the fifteenth. Now you already know that we have a big Toronto Marlies game that day. We know you know that it's against the Utica Comets that you all got tickets to with no issues. <laughs> we have a new link that we're going to tweet out. Uh, hopefully this solves all the problems. If you do have any problems, please tweet us. Uh, I, I want to know if there's anybody having issues with this link, this new link. Don't tweet us on the old one. The new link. Steve will tweet that out today. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. And if that doesn't work, then then we'll have to go back to Ticketmaster and figure it out. But Yeah. I the, don't think this is a Marley's problem. No, it's a Ticketmaster thing. It's a Ticketmaster um, thing. And weirdly... Like at last update, thirty or forty people had bought tickets, so people are figuring out a way around yeah. this. Yeah, I don't know how you're doing it because I had trouble myself. Yeah, but we'll so we're we're working on this it. new link works. So we're sorry about that. But Toronto Marley's game game October fifteenth. We have two sections available to us. I think five hundred tickets potential 500 tickets uh, that that could be sold, which would be great. Um, And then the fun ends there. The fun does not end there. What? You know, I got something wrong the last show. (gasps) What'd you get wrong? I got something way wrong. (laughs) 
I thought that we Which could only thing. Yeah. yeah. We what? get so many things wrong, and like it's not even worth pointing. We're like out. the Donald yeah. Trump of podcasts. We get everything wrong. <laughs> it's a fantastic podcast. You're gonna love it. Um, it's too bad we can't talk about him because you're impressive. Nope. No, 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 phenomenal. No, no, no. Uh, because, but because my chest. 250 <laughs> people can fit on the Marley's ice. 250 people will get onto the Marley's ice. The That's great thing about so that is that we have two hours of Marley's ice. So for the first hour, oh my god, first hour. We will have 250 people. If you want to stick around for the next hour, if you don't get on the first hour, you can skate too. So everybody that buys a ticket to the game will have access to the Toronto Marlies oh, skating what? afterwards. So, so it's not just... Not the, just... Okay. Yep. That's, so it's amazing. That is that is amazing. But then the fun ends there. Unfortunately not. After we've exhausted you at a Marlies game and exhausted you on the rink, we'd like to exhaust you further. And How are we going to do that? We would like to announce... The very first of 2016-2017. No. Are you ready? Of 2016-2017. It's already been 2016. Of the new season. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. I'll shut off the mic. Sorry, what I year won't. is this I event never happening in? 2016-2017 season. Those are two no. years. No. No, Adam. Of we're the new, in 2016. So we're entering a new hockey season. That night. We don't have seasons. Guys, just fall? Just please. Autumn. <laughs> We drum rolled like 10 minutes Which ago. Can calendar we are we using? <laughs> Is this Greek? No, it's Roman calendar. You jerks. Um, Greco-Roman? Greco-Roman. Mayan. Mayan no. calendar. It's cyclical. It should have ended. This day has already happened. What I'm trying to tell you is this. All right? Mercury is out of retrograde. <laughs> we have a brand new hockey night in cinema! <laughs> So in uh, in honor of last year's uh, f- debut of Hockey Night in Cinema at the Review this Cinema, year's. this year's what <laughs> seasons? Adam can't just do his fucking job. Just, <laughs> I just, just was, <laughs> trained for years just to be a host. So all I want to do is just to be a host, and I can't. Uh, it will be at the Review Cinema for a, ho- a night of free hockey, free food, prizes, and and this says this in the Eventbrite merriment oh. and shenanigans. I think they just copied and pasted the first one that I wrote. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> That's fine. Mary Glad mentioned shenanigans. Earlier this year. So, <laughs> tickets are free. You've got to register. Steve, I want you to tweet this out along with the Marley's link, okay? All right, Dad, what the fuck? I'm dadding you on this one, so that way people can sign up for both. Fine. Um, now, tickets for this will be, of course, limited as they were before. If you can't make it or you're unsure... Please don't sign up for tickets and go. I'll give them up later. Yes. What we what we inevitably ends up happening is that because it's free tickets, we want people to be there, which is amazing. Um, but then there'll be like twenty people who are like day of. Hey, sorry, I can't make it. And then they'll message us on the DMs and go, Hey, do you know anybody else who might want tickets to this? Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. No. Unfortunately, it's an online sign up process. So if you're not sure, don't sign up yet. If you are sure, sign up. And by the way, when you are sure, we want you there. And if you're not sure, check with us day of. There might be a few extra spots and we can get you in. And look, I know some of you are going to be like, but the tickets are running out soon, but I'm not sure. And you're just going to sign up anyway. The second you know you can't go to the stupid thing, and by stupid thing, I mean amazing event full of fun and merriment, mm-hmm. cancel your tickets. Give them to someone else. They need them. Yes. They need them for We life. just want to make sure that everybody who gets who can go gets to go. Um, and this is amazing because it's the Leafs that night. The Leafs are playing. It's a, it's the first hockey night in Canada, and it's going to be a uh, an awesome evening. And it always is, and Panago's bringing all the pizza. And when they bring in—if you've never been to one of these, the, the, pizza, the amount of pizza they actually bring in is 
wild. Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen that many pizza boxes. The event in Ottawa, I think the final count was 60 pizzas. <laughs> Jesus. Or was it 55? Might be, might be 55, 60. I don't even remember. It's insane. Insane. Crazy. Now, the great thing about this, too, is that we are probably going on the road with this again this year. <gasps> but I can't tell you where. See, Adam has info that I don't. I Russia. Probably going on the road. Stalingrad. Here's what I want. Here's what I want to know. <laughs> I want to hear from you if your Panago pizza in Stalingrad... You should set up a is, poll, and then whichever city gets the most votes wins. Well, it has to have a Panago in it, though. Yeah, we'll set Harambe up a poll. doesn't exist, Jesse. <laughs> Harambe <laughs> monkey face. <laughs> That's great, guys. Um, so let's let's look at... Uh, Pepperoni I, sticks out for... I'm sorry. Okay, this good. is... Guys, that was really I'm going to send you out of the room the next time we have something to announce, just so I can get it out. Sticks out for North Americombe. So what we'd like, to, like what we'd really like <laughs> is for you to tell us where you want us to come to. There's a Panago Pizza near you. We haven't been near you. Where where do we need to come for our next Hockey Night in Cinema? Ooh, I'd I like, like to... I, I think an audience poll on that is fair. Because... Please. Please vote for Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. I'm not saying I really want to go to Vancouver. But if I you're in Vancouver, though. probably vote for Vancouver. <laughs> I am straight up saying Vancouver. I, I think we've alienated all of our Canucks fans. No. That's why it'll be funny. <laughs> all right. We, we'll, be, we'll be showing up like Vancouver. Where have I heard that name before? Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> like we sold them a monorail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Jesse, tell me what's going on in Liberty Village. Well, Adam, do you know what a bank is? <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, yes, I'm aware. It's where my my checks go every other week. <sighs> Serene. Wow, what a power move. Sorry. <laughs> What? That's not a power move. That's I get paid every other week. What? You you just cut a really you just cut a really what? polite. First of all, direct deposit. Okay. That's or do you need to walk in there like Ric Flair? That's where I send my millions every week. The fastest car, the biggest bank in the biggest city in the second biggest country. <laughs> What I meant, what I meant was that fresh pizzas, custom made clothes. I frequent banks. My name's Adam Wilds. I do have direct every week. I do have direct deposit, but I still count that as a check. It's still a check. They're still giving you money. How big are your checks, Adam? Can you spell your last name, sir? W. Woo. Y. Woo. Do you have your own room at the bank? Like, when no. you walk in, are they like, oh, Adam's back? No, I don't have my own Adam room. Adam has at his bank. own oxygen tank so he doesn't have to breathe in commoner air. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I need to get them to look into that. Well, Serene doesn't seem to know what a bank is. Woo. She asked the Liberty Village page Hey, does anybody have some Japanese yen or Hong Kong dollars they haven't bothered to change back that they want to trade? My only question is why? <laughs> don't you go to the bank and do this well because they charge you a surcharge or whatever they the currency of like, of like no, 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 no if you go to the currency exchange booths they rip you off there but if you're going to the bank it's nothing. it's nothing now the one thing like I, I got money exchanged at the bank and it took a little while but 
you know what takes a while? Waiting for someone to respond to your goofy ass and meeting them request. up and then doing a conversion with this person that you've never met before. <laughs> you know what sucks? Anyway, it's weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's a weird request. I just think it's just weird. That's Some small hippie one. dude, definitely with a beard. Oh, I said it. Was like, yeah, I taught there for three years, and here's all my yen. Oh, I bet it worked out for. <laughs> Oh, uh, nobody replied to the Oh, post. not even a like? Was it nope, a like? not even a like. <gasps> wow, that's Usually rare. everything gets at least a like. The Livage page is, nothing. for social engagement, pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. You can tell people actively check there. Hmm. Do you want another post with no likes? Yes. Well, Jake is starting a new business. Sorry, Yake. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. Yuck, Mr. Two First Names, Jake Matthew. Is starting a business. That's not a name. That's not a real name. <laughs> He's, what do you think of these these uh, clubs? The sock of the month club. Jake Matthew, by the way, is from nowhere near Alberta. <laughs> it's two along, normal names. <laughs> True. It's along the same line Hold as on. those dollar shave clubs. So he he's starting a what again? So he's doing a sock of the month club. Every month you sign up for eleven ninety five, and every month they send you one pair of socks. I've heard eleven ninety five. Eleven ninety five a month. That's actually kind of a lot for socks, isn't it? For one for pair? one pair, that's Once a lot. A month. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, although I have to say, I've paid more than that for socks, and I yeah, I, I love I know socks. you have. <laughs> I, I love you cool made socks. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the problem with the, the, the finest cl- frozen jeans. <laughs> the problem with the socks thing is part of the fun of having cool socks is searching for them, and. Do you want to have the same cool looking socks as everybody in your neighborhood? <laughs> like, no, right? There's this new <laughs> phenomenon of cool looking socks. Adam and I, this show is just a documentary of Adam and I struggling with how old we're getting. Mm. And the new fascination that people have, and Mrs. Dangle has the same fascination, is people enjoy getting random shit in the mail. And I yes. mean, literally random shit in the mail. They open it and they go, I don't know what this is. And I, then they go, ooh! I have a friend who orders uh, a mystery box every month, and then she gets it, and then she got a, a false scarf uh, last week, and that's all she talks about. That's what Bark Box is. random false scarf you know that she is? got in the mail in a box. You know what this is? This is people <laughs> distracting themselves from life. <laughs> this is what this is. It's, this is what we've been reduced to. What was, when was the last time you got a gift that you were 100% completely surprised by. Uh, Caprice is really good. Caprice is really good. I got, I got, I, I had talked about, and this is before my schedule got ridiculous. Um, I had talked about always wanting to pick up the piano again. And, and I had just randomly said it to her once and she gave me piano lessons and I never, I, I went to them all and then I couldn't continue because I, because of this and because of breakfast television, because everything else. Yeah. But that was one of the most thoughtful and surprising gifts I've ever received, honestly, well, and was not surprised. I was hoping your answer would be years ago, but yeah. <laughs> this is what people like. They like the childlike surprise of, Ooh, I got a sock. I got a pair of socks with professor Frank's face on them. And my dog got a chew toy in the shape of a pizza. Do you still get the bark boxes every month? Not every month. But I'm not going to lie. I open that box and I'm like, look at all this cool (laughs) shit. I am the exact... Mr. Dangle got a box recently. He doesn't open the box? Well, he needs a little bit of help with the tape. Mm. But then after that... They should make it so the dog can open it. Isn't Mm. that... 
That's not a good idea. But see, dogs just. I think it's a good idea. Fuck shit up though. Yeah, like, dogs. <laughs> if, believe me, if I put the box in front of Iggy and like rubbed peanut butter on it, like he would fuck it up. <laughs> he'd, he'd get it. Yeah. Open. Okay. Um, you know what? Honestly, I'm I am the person that can't stand more stuff. I have told my parents and told Caprice this year no Christmas presents. Yeah, but how would you like? more random shit mailed to your front door. I don't want any of that. <laughs> I live in a condo. You guys have been there. There's already way too much crap there that we're like, the biggest what do we condo do in the biggest building? <laughs> I have too much stuff. The nicest dress man. <laughs> all I want, all I want is to, is to have, have a place for things. all my things and and then to not have any more stuff. Um, more luxury items. I don't want yeah. stuff. This, this, Adam needs to do a bark I am, box I am, for rich people. <laughs> well, you get a air box. <laughs> a Rolex every month. Yeah. I just boxes made of platinum. I know there's people listening who are like, I just don't want anything. Just get. get I will go get. I will get the stuff that I want because you won't get it for me because you will not get the right stuff. Because when people are buying you gifts, they're like, Well, yeah, I know they said they wanted great socks, but I'll get them the good ones. They're not the great socks, but they're good socks. And that's not what I want. I want great socks. So I'm going to go get it myself because I'm not going to put that on you to go get it. And I just don't want any more crap. And I don't understand why people want more crap that's just going to collect dust in their in their freaking basements where things go to die. You just called Jake Matthews' livelihood crap. I, you know what? I actually think Jake's idea is great. I just hope that everybody gets a different sock in the mail. I like it. I actually like his idea. I think it's a good idea. I don't. I want Professor Frank socks. Well, maybe you can put in a request. Um, Jen? <laughs> Dear Jake. I just want to point that Jen is looking for two tickets to Roseanne Bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wants to go see Roseanne Bar. Yeah, now, Gigi's a good spot for that. <laughs> wait, though. Yeah, so these are all... This is what I always have to remind myself. This is on the Liberty Village Facebook page. Yes. There are... Dozens of other better websites. Craigslist, Kijiji. How many people are you hitting? Uh, here's a common request on the Liberty Village Facebook page. People are constantly looking for baby bottles. Jennifer writes, as usual request, looking for six baby bottles. Looking to use for a shower. They can be returned. Thanks, Liberty. What? You need to I, borrow baby bottles? I didn't get this. So I was hoping you guys It might have been, explain. you know, there might be some sort of game, because they play games at baby showers, having never been to one myself. I've never yeah. been to one And either. thank God, because uh, I could, there couldn't be a thing. There wouldn't, I would, I would actively try to make plans on the day of the baby shower yeah. with work to make sure that I didn't have to go. Because I just. I'm going to a diaper party soon. But that is where. Literally just show up with diapers and then drink beer. And, and drink so. beer. Yeah. So that's, that's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, baby shower, you could not interest me in, even for my own kids, I won't be at their baby shower. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> By the way, but you're right. You won't, but you will have to pick up all the shit at the end. If it's anything like a wedding shower, you have to pick up your drunk wife and all the shit. At the end. <laughs> I'm actually okay with that. I'm actually all right with that. Cause that, that could be really fun and entertaining. Oh, you're okay with that now. Um, I think that there, that would probably be a game thing that they would play that, mm. the, you know, that, that people would play it. I don't know what specifically you would do. But do you guys want to hear from Shay? What Shay? What Shay got? Shay. Say that name again. Shay. Oh, there's no N E at the end. No. Okay, Shay can. Stay. Shay is a female, actually. Okay. Oh my goodness. She has a very Who specific request. <laughs> hey, LV. 
was wondering if anyone can suggest a <laughs> naturopath that does direct billing. What does that mean? That's a very specific request. Yeah. What is direct? What do you mean? What's direct billing? That's all she writes. There's no follow up, and nobody replied. I would they like a naturopath like. that makes you pay. Is like what is that? The naturopath needs to do direct billing. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not enough of an adult can to you, know what that means. With, <laughs> can you share with us the one that you shared with us before before the show started? Too. I was getting there. You're getting oh. there. Okay. Because that one to me is that that's that's the gold mine. That was the that's was, the one. I was getting to Solange. Her name's Solange. Her name is Solange. All right. If so we want to go to Solange right now. Let's go, go to Solange. Solange. We need okay. to go to Solange because this one. Solange wants to know if anybody's heading to the airport at 4.45 slash 5 a.m. this Thursday. Why? She doesn't have a car. And, and she wants to know. And she wants and to... And she wrote a smiley face. So she wants to to either get a drive or split a cab. Yes. She's looking to... No. She wants to snake a free drive <laughs> out of some idiot who's going to the airport... Here's here's Uber! here's why I, I I appreciate what she's trying to do because I'm cheap. Uh, but the thing, Solange, is you got to remember is that nobody wants to make small talk at four forty five in the morning. No, no, it's awful. And that's what you have to do if you're splitting a cab or you're driving someone that's a stranger in the dark. Also, pay the damn cab. Also, here, how's this one? We're in Toronto. Liberty Village isn't that far from Union. Take a maybe $12 Uber to mm-hmm. Union. Take the $9 new train. The fancy yeah, but I don't think it's up that early. I don't know if it starts I that early. I think it is. It, it is? Up Express? Yeah, it has to be. That's, oh, that's the best. Up Express is amazing. Yeah, what a piece of business. shit if it's not. Yeah. But if it's open, you're talking under $25. Let's say $25. You're nice and you tip your Uber driver or mm-hmm. cab or whatever. Yeah. To get to the airport. Side note, there's a selection on the Uber app where you can select Uber Pool, which is and cheaper. you get more than one person, and it's already splitting it for you. That's a popular plane time. You know, someone walked up to me at a Puck Talks recently, and he goes, yeah, man, love the podcast. God, I hate the Liberty Village thing, though. Well, guess what, sir? Why does he hate the Liberty Village thing? Because he's wrong. That's yeah, why. there's some good stuff on here. I don't there understand. There is some good stuff. It gives me an opportunity to well, talk about something We get complaints every time we talk about baseball and football, too, so whatever. <laughs> so, any final advice for Solange? I think Solange should just suck it up and pay. <laughs> I think you're setting yourself up for a bad time if Ask you are trying sister. to get a ride at that early in the morning. Ask your sister for a ride. She's rich. Thank you. I get it. All right, let's do the press conference quickly. Um, I think we should open our gifts Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, so first off, Adam, the man Adam who does it. not need more free stuff got more free stuff. Yeah. Unfor- Adam and Steve. And fortunately, we were all included in said free stuff. And let me read out a note to you. This is uh, from Mike and Pete from Victory Hockey in the UK. Oh. Just a little gift from a couple of Leaf fans looking to help Briti- <laughs> the British game uh, from grassroots to pro in all forms. Uh, hope to raise money through apparel to uh, so for junior, sledge, rec hockey, that sort of thing. That's what they're doing with this company. Uh, and I'll tell you how to find this company online in a second. Uh, as Steve was on his trip to the UK... Uh, as, Steve, as Steve saw on his trip to the UK, it's underfunded, and I wanted you guys to be a part of it. Uh, and since you're all fancy men, here's some free gear. All the best from Mike and Pete at Victory Hockey. So we are vhuk.com. That again is we are vhuk.com if you want to buy some other stuff. And they got a really cool logo here. It's, uh, it's a peace sign, but it's like a glove. 
The problem with this snap bag is it's oh. definitely not going to fit my head. Yeah, <laughs> because I have an enormous head. I think you, but it is- you guys mailed us. Uh, I think you mailed Jesse a nice hat, <laughs> and you mailed Adam and I very nice no, yarmulkes. They're, they're actually pretty large snap bags. Keep us. Oh, are they? No. Yeah, but Mrs. De- now here's the problem. It fits me perfectly. But Mrs. Dangle says I look like a dick with snapbacks. So maybe I'll wear it when I'm not in the house with her. I'm gonna take How do this. I look? Yeah, you look good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I told you, freaking snapbacks never work for me. They're cool. Hats. They also Jesse? got us some very, very cool That's all right. Here, what, what, shirts. What oh, oh, there you go. I move it to the... S- Oh, but when I move it to the side a little bit, it's just, oh, okay. No, <laughs> oh, where does Steve go? Oh, my God. Whoa. So oh, here we go. Here we go. The weirdest thing. Proud to support British hockey. So I say we oh, bring these. Fit. I say we bring these to uh, um, the Marley's game, and we wear them on ice and get a picture taken because oh, we've got to do that because that's a pro go. hockey rink, and we're sporting the game. Adam, can you come dressed in full equipment? <laughs> no. <laughs> like hockey pants? <laughs> no, I have my full hockey equipment, but absolutely not. No. Why would you be There's always that one kid when you go to any open rink. Yes. Any free skate. There's always that one little kid who's like eight and he's in full equipment. Yeah, it's because he's a made you know, skate. You know why? Because his nice dad is pants? out there like harassing him mm-hmm. to skate harder. 100%. I hate dads who do that. You need to stop. If you're one of those people that takes your kid to a free skate, makes him dress up in hockey gear so he can get a free practice. Yeah. You go You're down to Young jerk. and Dundas, there's a kid in full equipment every time. Let him skate. Really? Yeah. There's always the crazy hockey dad and his son. He's there in full equipment. And Nathan Phillips Square? Nathan Phillips yeah. Square, Young and Dundas. Part of learning to skate is learning so to skate without Dundas equipment. Bay and, yeah. Bay and Dundas. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Or Bay and Queen. You, sorry, where are you? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> so he's in the middle of the road. <laughs> fucking up his skates on the pavement. <laughs> He's in the middle of the Eaton Center. Let's get to the press conference here. Question, boys. The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. I really like this question. It's from uh, the Shadier Twin. Today's Google, today's Google Doodle reminded me that Google is 18 years old this year. That means this year is Google's draft year. Huh. Oh. Where does Google go in the draft? First overall. Yeah, I mean, it's the no. But here's mm. the thing: Google is just some rich kid, and will they have the same compete as as like a Yahoo or like maybe even a Dogpile? Yahoo is like com. the Dogpile is the Alexander Dag of draft picks. All the hype in the world, none of the follow through. Does Facebook go ahead of Google? No. No way, man. Does Microsoft go ahead of Google? Microsoft <laughs> is not. not, a serious not. No, Microsoft's a good veteran presence. Yeah, Microsoft okay. is a tech company. Google's more of like a software. Google's a tech company. I yeah, am yeah. going with the bit, Adam. Okay, I guess fine. Microsoft does, does count. Does Tesla go ahead of Google? See, Tesla has all the skill mm-hmm. in the world. But, but there are questions. Their potential it, is the highest out of anybody. They yeah. have the highest potential they have a P- out of everyone. 99 POT. Yeah, but the yeah. old boys club thinks they're a little too cocky. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I'm not going to fuck up the environment. My car's fast. Yeah, no. So See, Google might go first overall. I'd say Google is first overall. Wow. Facebook is in the top three for sure. Apple is already on the team. Apple's already on the team. Yeah. Microsoft's yeah. already on the team. Yeah, Microsoft's like, already we, on the team. We're talking like yeah, yeah. companies that are younger here. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft's like retired. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft is, is owns the team, is a part owner. Yeah. 
Um, I'm glad we're having this discussion, though. It's good. Something haunts me from my childhood. A friend of my dad's. Uh, th- this is when I just got my first computer. So, And this wasn't until like 98 or 99 or something like that. And I'm on the internet. The early days of the internet. And I go, what are some good search engines? Like besides Yahoo. Mm-hmm. And I, and I go, because I also use this one called Dogpile. Do you remember ever using Dogpile? Yep. Jesse? No. So I have no the, idea what that the is. There's the separation. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? Uh, there's actually a really good new one called Google. <laughs> Dude, this was in like 98 or 99. Like, wow. don't you just wish you knew? Don't you just wish you knew? And you know, the current That's Google crazy. exists right now. We just don't know what it is. Oh, like the new one. Yeah, whatever. Go- not, and I'm not saying it's necessarily a search engine, but there is a company that will be like Google oh, yeah. ten years from now that exists right now, and we all don't know what it is. It's a VR headset that connects <laughs> to your brain. Yes, and you live through it. I am super looking forward to, like, the company that catches all the phone companies with their pants down, mm. and just comes out with a new. This is what phones are now. Get out of here. And because so like what Uber did at the taxi industry, yeah, a little bit. Nah, not really, because Uber drives me nuts as well. It does, dude. Okay, leaving the wedding that we were at. Does recently, it also drive you to your location? Uh, on you know what? Half the time, Jesse. <laughs> half the time, we've all had this experience. Oh, here comes my car. Oh, he's pulling up. Where's he going? Where is he? He's getting back on the highway. This guy is never going to find me. Mm -hmm. And then what? You're standing there and what do you do? Call another Uber? Mm -hmm. Why? That shit might happen again. You can call him. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Where the fuck are you going? I had to tell a guy to cancel the damn fare because he's like, I'm here. I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm in a, it's a bush. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, we're at a wedding venue. No, it says on the GPS. I don't care what your GPS says, sir. I'm not waiting in a bush like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. Yeah, it does have I'm, a little trouble finding you uh, in your current location. I have to say, I see you. You're getting into another car. No, I'm not. I'm standing here yelling at you. <laughs> cancel the fare. No, you're right. There. Cancel the fare. <laughs> and then he charges SL, charges Mrs. Dangle, and then we got to make a stink with Google, and then they got to refund her money. Well, did you make a stink with uh, Google, not Google or Uber? Uber. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what Google could have You're done about that point. Yeah, you were a little upset. You know what's never happened with a cab? They go, I'm in a bush, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> like the best no, Uber, no, I like they sh- Uber. I'm you know, sorry. No, the best Uber drivers are cab drivers. Yes. That is very true. I've met I've talked to lots of Uber drivers who were or are cab drivers. Yeah, because they, they know their way good. around the city. Yeah. yeah. Here's the here's but the they problem. Don't drive in shitty cabs. I went to a I went to a James no. game last night and I walked out to the street. Mm-hmm. And I went up to the first cab in the line that I saw, and I said, "Hey, man, can you take me to King and Parliament, which is where I live?" Mm-hmm. Um, and just to give anybody that lives in Toronto a, a sense of that, it's about two kilometers or what? Four no, mi- four that's miles? further than two kilometers. That's like a four miles. Yeah, that's a little. It'd be, so, that's more than a half, half hour walk. It'd be a, yeah, half an hour, forty-five minute walk, but it's yeah. probably a five, ten minute car drive, right? Yeah, easily. Uh, and traffic, you know, and whatever. So the. The taxi driver says, "No, it's not a long enough fare." I Go, hate you'll have to, you'll have that. to hail somebody from the street. And I said, "Really, Mister Beck Taxi?" Yeah. And uh, and I said it just like that. And he looked at me and said, "I'm sorry, I'm not taking you." And I said, "Okay, we'll see you later." And I got into the next cab. So the next cab picks me up. You, 
when was the last time you went to the bathroom in a porta potty? Uh, actually, fairly recently. It was at the fan fest. Do you know? So yeah, the, the fan village. So you know? Okay, fine. So you know the chemical smell that you get when you walk into there. It's yeah, kind of like here's the chemical smell that's covering the excrement smell. Yeah. Yes. This is exactly what this cab smelled like. Mm-hmm. There are okay? bad smelling cabs in Toronto. And this guy drove me. And so I say at the end of it, okay, I'm going to have to pay you visa. They don't like oh, that. Oh, you always tell them before you get in the car. No, you don't. You don't have to. You know how the world you know how the world works, Steve? Mm-hmm. It works with credit cards. Mm-hmm. I walked to your place. Adam let me stay at his place after we recorded the last show. I walked the entire way there. You know why? Only one cab passed me. Mm-hmm. And the frigging guy, I go, do you take debit? Because I lost my credit card recently. I go, do you take debit? He goes, nope, because it's 1998, and then he drove off. <laughs> this is why I like Uber. Some of us enjoy Uber, Steve. That is why. Let's not pretend like we've never had a sketchy Uber driver. No, I've never had a sketchy you, Uber driver. You have, no, you have not, not one. How not dare one. You? Not, not one. Not one that you were not like, this one. guy's weird. Not freaking never. one, man. Shut up. I'm not You're, kidding. I live in downtown Toronto. Not one. Not one. Not one where the car wasn't immaculate. Not one where they weren't nice people. They are nice. Yes, they are extremely nice cars. They are extremely I just, nice I, cars. Listen, for me, it's like it, 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 the, the complaints from cabbies that you get in every city. Mm-hmm. I understand them. I get it. Because mm-hmm. this is your livelihood and you paid so much money for a license. But that was a different time. And unfortunately, the world is moving on. And because you have provided a service that, quite frankly, has been lackluster for a long time, Mm -hmm. now you're paying the freaking piper. Mm. And we all are with the internet. We all are. You think the media is not going through the same damn thing? We are. Mm. It's it's really challenging out there. Mm. Things are changing. That's what we're in. But what drove me? This is what drove me insane. It drove me insane about this last night. I'm like, okay, you guys are cigarettes dangling out of your ears. You guys are protesting about this new company that's coming in and doing a better job. No, no, that's not what it's about at all. It's about insurance, and (laughs) I'm gonna grab onto this guy's handle and ride it down fucking Bay Street. So that video is hilarious, by yeah. the way. The guy who, um, the cab driver who grabbed an Uber and the Uber tried to drive off and he held on for like a solid 50 feet mm-hmm. as he drove into that, you know, that crazy intersection right by Parliament Hill? Yeah. 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 That, that video is amazing. I haven't seen that. I have to check that out. Jesse, next question. I don't know how we got here. These cab drivers will be like, you know, it'll win us some public support. The ruling is Uber is awesome. Uber is awesome. And some, you- some, ta- I would say most taxis are great, the, but yes. there are a few people that are ruining it for the rest of them. That's I what I would say. say. That about Uber. No, I'll say that about both. There's not. I'll say that about. There's both. not a bunch of Uber drivers ruining it for the rest of the Uber drivers. <laughs> there's like maybe Steve. This is not a thing, Steve. Steve, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the only one who's <laughs> ever had yeah, negative experiences with Uber. Like, I, like, I'm the only what? one. There's a there's a few Uber no drivers who are ruining for everybody else. Nobody has. You are fucking kidding me. Nobody. I can't wait for the Twitter reaction. Yeah, I had a fucking guy get back on the gardener. Okay. Yeah, because I'm clearly waiting on the gardener. You dumb fuck. Okay, like, what the hell? Yeah, are you there's doing? gonna be some bad experience with anything. No, with anything, there's gonna be bad experiences. I have it but- all the fucking time, at least a quarter of the time. All the you time can, is the quarter of the time. <laughs> now you're using my math. <laughs> uh, look, Uber is it's a great service, and then you're ninety nine percent of the time, like with and most Steve, people, seventy five. He couldn't find you. Seventy five. How many times has that happened to you? I would say. Where were you? At least 
There is some kind of GPS issue either picking me up or dropping me Maybe off. Maybe it's your phone. Half of the fucking time. It's not my phone. I it's don't, theirs. Hold on, I don't have that. Do I asked for a ride to the MasterCard Center, and the guy goes, well, here you are. Sir, this is a factory parking lot. Like, what? So here's, here's my There's question. There's no MasterCard signage. And then the next time I tried to do it, it fucking happened again. Because Uber's um, GPS is shit. And so I had to manually direct the guy. And he had no idea. It blew his fucking mind. No, you can't manually direct me. You got to tell me the address. Okay, I'm going to tell you the address. But the stupid thing is going to tell you to go somewhere right, else. Right, right. Uh, and fair. Fair. I think that's a fair complaint. I think that's a fair complaint. I think it's a pretty minor complaint. Yep. The cat, the car that I hired to bring me somewhere won't bring me to that place. It's a could, minor complaint. You could personally, you could You're personally direct drugs. them to it. I yeah. don't. I don't see like what the what, problem is. What was wrong? Anyone who has ever had to manually give an Uber driver directions knows what I'm talking about. They're no, fucking I useless. <laughs> they don't know directions, dude. They are hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. You tell a cab driver, I want to go to this dark alley at fucking at anywhere in the city, and they know it. I want you to now get me to the 50th stink. floor. <laughs> they might stink and be rude to you, and then, you know, get oh, mad when you try to it. pay Visa. But at least they'll fucking get you there. Look, they're both terrible services. Oh, no. Wow. Cab stink. Uber stinks. The TTC is a fucking travesty. <laughs> the GO train is every half hour. Thank you very much. But and have I we told you about how Toronto is the greatest city in the world? Toronto world class my friggin' ass. You can't get anywhere. It's true. Unless you walk. It's true. I'm with you on that. You know <laughs> I've what? Had it. Here's what I would try. I've had it. Here's what I would try with your Uber. Can't take an Uber. Can't take a cab. Can't take the train. Can't take the bus. Can't take the streetcar. Construction fucking everywhere. And if you're last might as well live in Oshawa. Might as well live in fucking Oshawa. Hollywood, Jesse. <laughs> might as well. Might as well. I can't wait till you move down down in like three years. I know because it's gonna happen. Yeah. Like it's inevitable. I give it three I keep, stops. I give. I yeah, talk and to then this. travel five or five or ten square kilometers for the rest of my life because I can't fucking go anywhere. You'll be happy. You'll be far happier. Yeah. Doubt it. Maybe you'll take some good Ubers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it's the yeah. Super- maybe I'll take I some think- good Ubers who were formerly cab drivers who know where they're going. All the Ubers you've been taking have been so far out of the city that you're getting these bad Uber drivers because they don't know how to drive. Maybe you should take some Uber drivers yeah. downtown. Maybe it's indicative of the quality of the people in the neighborhood. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just no, kidding. that's exactly. Adam is right. <laughs> I'm not the saying people that. People from Oshawa can't drive and are awful. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you should take some Toronto. I hope Jesse runs for office wow. one day, and, th- and then it'll just come up. Did Be you also watch our shit? <laughs> Can't drive in or awful. I am just agreeing with what Adam said. No, that's not what I said. I was kidding. Um, Dude, this place was at Pottery Road. It was what, called what Fantasy, Farm. Fantasy Farm. Where exactly. Is what is how, that? How Jesse far? used to drive for Uber. Okay, it's how, not no far. It's not far. How far out of the city is it? It's not. It's not out of the city. It's on the DVP. It's on the DVP. It's not. That's too far. If you don't. Anything, if you don't know a place along the Don Valley Parkway and you drive for a living in Toronto, fuck right off. (laughs) Then you shouldn't be. Take some Ubers in the downtown core and they are all splendid. I never have to exchange money with anyone. I have all of their info on my telephone and there is a GPS taking me to my location. It is wonderful. It is a pleasant, I will give you this, it is a pleasant experience when it works out. Sometimes they have candy and gum. Sometimes and they have bottles. candy and gum. A lot of the, I think, um, 
Yeah, I think you are right. You have a point about the inner city Ubers. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, fantastic. Ottawa has a very high gum ratio. You are very likely to find gum <laughs> in your Osh- in your That's Ottawa true. Uber. Sorry, Ottawa, 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 Ontario. Because um, frankly, expectations there are just much higher. <laughs> Oshawa actually has great Uber. Because your GPS never fucks up in Oshawa. It's only in downtown Toronto with all these buildings. Yeah, it's true. Do you want another question? One more. That's You've it. never it's got a, the we, floating blue we ball? Really, we really Fire. don't have time, but let's do it. Final question. Would a Mike Babcock coach Team USA beat a John Tortorella coach Team Canada? Ooh, great question. That's from Pass Keek. Yo, nice question. Great question. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Come on. But... Yes, yes. You say yes? If, here's the deal, John Mike Babcock would have started the right goalie. Okay. Ah, uh, now we're cooking. Now so we're that's, cooking. that's how I feel. Also, Mike Babcock would have started Dustin Bufflin. Now we're cooking. Tortorella would have scratched Crosby. <laughs> yes, because he didn't see enough out of him. Exactly. He probably needed to see more. I need a Brandon Dubinsky type. Yeah. <laughs> I sure wish I had Team USA back. I wonder, uh, I wonder too, would, does, it, does the question count? Do we, we talk about current rosters or we talk about rosters that were... Do, are they... Hmm. Is a Mike Babcock coach Team USA a different Team USA because... It is, but I say we use the current rosters. Current rosters? I think there's a better chance. I still think Team Canada is probably is better. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna go with Adam. I mean, Jesus Murphy, you got like John Tavares on your third line yeah. or whatever. Like he doesn't That's need to be man. coddled every step of the way. Like I doubt Babcock was like, "All right, John, I want you to go in there and fucking just deke the pants <laughs> off that scrub. I don't know what his name is. Don't even bother learning it, and just uh, make sure that ends up on the highlight reel for the rest of the season." <laughs> he doesn't need to tell him that. No, John Tavares is in a situation. And he's like, "Oh, I think I should dangle the pants off that fucking guy," and then he does. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. What if, what if you change the rosters? What if you added Kessel? If Tortorella is picking Canada, and yeah, yeah Tortorella picks Canada. and Barb and and, uh, and Babcock <laughs> is picking USA. Yes, USA wins. Oh my god! Really? Who? Yes. Wow. Okay. Because Tyler what? Johnson, you, you think Shattenkirk, you can fuck it up enough. Uh, yeah. Okay. There are too many good Canadian players that you can fuck it up. Mm. Well, we've seen it happen. It happened in Turin, Torino. I'm trying to think Turin, of what Torino. What Canadian would make John Tortorella's team Canada? <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like a just a real plugger. <laughs> like someone who... Who is Canada's Justin Applicator? Like who... That's a good question. Who is just... That's a good question. I don't know. A couple of years ago, I might have said Brad Marchand. Mm. But holy shit. He's amazing. Is he amazing? Mm-hmm. Holy. And I didn't... I didn't know he was that good. Boston fans, Boston fans are just, they've been spoiled because everybody on the team was that good for a while. Yeah. And he, he kind of just blended in with really good players, but he really was that good. Of course Marchand looks good. He's been playing with Crosby and Burge. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that player is. Mm. Send us, who is Canada's Justin Applicator? Yeah, who is right. Canada's Justin Applicator? Right. We got to wrap it up because, gentlemen, I have another show to do and I also haven't eaten lunch, so I'd like to do that. Remember when I was like, hey... Can we end our podcast so that we could listen to that press conference about the centennial season and then talk about it on the podcast? Well, we were too busy talking about Uber. <laughs> Fucking screaming my lungs out. And by the way, you, make Uber. sure anytime you're with Steve to let him know <laughs> if he needs to go somewhere with you, you're taking yeah, oh, yeah. Uber. If you're with Steve, order as many Ubers to him as you can. Yes. <laughs> no, okay. Guys, 
It's been long enough. We got to wrap up the show. Here, here, here comes the end of the show. All right, the the end of the show is almost here. Oh, where the where the where the fuck is the end of the show going? Why is the end of the show getting back on the gardener? Don't get on the gardener. I'm not on the gardener. Where is it going? Steve, you were clearly in a bush. All right, <laughs> clearly you were no, in a bush. <laughs> I'm in a French mouth. <laughs> Well, that's it for us this week. I love Uber. Not this week. Well, no, that's it for us today. I we'll be back in a couple Uber. days. <laughs> um, what time we record on Thursday? I think we're doing Thursday Eve. Are we not? No. We're not doing we're Thursday Eve. Thursday morning. That's going to have to be. Because the game finals. That's right. Well, the game. Thursday night. The game. Um, who wins tonight? Canada. Yeah, come on. Go Europe. I, hey, I think Rogers agrees on account of that would mean a game three. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.